Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business. Only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to the breakfast show. Ahmad and Audrey with you. Singapore's one and only landfill on offshore Simakau Island is filling up at an alarming rate and it might be full by 2035. The talk of needing new incineration plants and offshore landfills becomes a pressing concern for space-constrained Singapore. Yes, but one company stands out by offering both on- and off-site food waste treatments, providing a unique solution towards diverting food waste from incineration and landfills. It has diverted a remarkable 80 tons of food waste daily. That's about 160,000 full garbage bags, diminishing incineration volume and cutting greenhouse gas emissions. At the core of their success is a fusion of innovative thinking and cutting-edge technology where programmable logic controllers, human-machine interfaces, radio frequency identification, and the Internet of Things play pivotal roles in their transformative solutions. Let's find out more from Ricky Fang, founder and CEO of Zero Waste Solution. He is in the studio. Good morning, sir. You're looking very calm. Good morning. Thank you for having me here. You're very welcome. It's great to have you on. Let's talk about some of these innovative technologies, programmable logic controllers, the Internet of Things. Uh, Sounds a little bit too technical for me. Um, Can you explain what they are uh, and how you use them to enhance the impact of your solutions in converting food waste into resources? Sure, sure. These are not rocket science, right? PLC, Programmable Logic Control, IoT, Mm. uh, Internet of Things, and HMI, Human human Machine Interface are are all tools that are already available in the market for the longest time. We gather these uh, tools and put it into our machines to enhance the efficiency of the machines, all right? Uh, I'll give you an example for PLC. Now, PLC is basically the heart of the machine. It controls the processes of the machine. It tells the machine when to start, when to stop, when to move faster, when to move forward and backward. So, now, this allows us to calibrate uh, to the varying demographic or food waste dynamics, right? No, no two food waste sites are exactly the same, mm-hmm. right? In, in the hospital settings, uh, children's hospitals, there are a lot of soft food, right? Uh, in, in hotel buffet, there are a lot of shells. So, mm. so we have to use PLC to control the processes to maximize the efficiency of the machine. Now, mm-hmm. IoT is the Internet of Things. Uh, big data is very common today, all right? You need data, all right? Coming very soon, you will probably have regulations coming that carbon reporting will be made mandatory just like financial reporting. Mm. So uh, having big data, having meaningful data is very important for a lot of establishment, especially those who are on a zero emissions uh, platform, uh, on the ESG platform. So the IoT allows us to gather data from the machine itself. And the IoT also serves to give the user live remote access to the performance of the machine mm. when the machine breaks down. Mm. Uh, the other things that landlord love about having this data is that they can consider how much to charge the tenant at the end of the renewal, the next renewal, right? Because if you throw a lot of waste, then I probably have to increase your service charges, sure. right? So these are data that are meaningful, that will be helpful to the industry. So Ricky, you know, it's actually scary how much food waste we accumulate. Uh, your company manages a daily diversion of about 80 tons of food waste, which is definitely no small feat. How do you measure and quantify the impact of doing this? What key metrics showcases the success of your initiatives? 
IoT is one of the tools that help us to gather all these information. Mm. All right. So 80 tons of daily food waste, uh, if you look at it, it is about, NEA has these computations that says that every ton of food waste that is being incinerated generates about 10% incineration ashes. So if you look at what we are doing 80 tons a day, we are talking about avoiding 8 tons of incineration ashes. Mm. You add it up to a year, it's close to 3,000 tons. That's quite mm. a fair bit of number. And, mm. and this actually assists to prolong the lifespan of the Samakau landfill. You're asking me what metrics do I use to measure uh, my success, right? I would say zero. Oh. Sounds surprising, right? Mm. Okay, why I say zero? When I see zero transportation of food waste, it's a success. When I see zero incineration, it is a success. When mm. I see zero incineration ashes being produced, it is a success. You can't measure zero, mm. right? So when I see such activities, non-existent of such activities, I think we have arrived. Our solution has assisted to, to mitigate some of this uh, waste problem that we have in Singapore. All right, let's touch on those solutions. You've mentioned some of them. You obviously pride yourselves on being able to build this proprietary equipment in Singapore and you customize your equipment. You've touched on this briefly. You have what's called the Z-Waste Digester and the Z-Waste Composter. I would gather your equipment is tailored based on the dynamic of the food waste. Talk to us a little bit about these two basic machineries and what kind of food waste do we see nowadays across the island? Okay, table food waste are very broad-based, all right? That's why they call it heterogeneous food waste, mixed mm. food waste, all right? Mm. There's no one type of food waste in any establishment. Now, basically, what our digesters and composers does, now, digesters and composers has been a very old equipment. It's not new. It's not a new development, all right? But what we do best for our company is that we don't sell standard equipment. So we go to our client's facilities and look at the dynamic of the problems that they have, mm. and we calibrate our machine. In today's context, space is always an issue. Mm. Right. So if I were to sell a standard equipment, then if they tell me I only have this length, I don't have this uh, space for you, you have to fit in, then I can't solve their problem. So we really need to customize solution. We also look at the processes, the operational processes of the client that they have. So when we are able to customize our solutions, we actually effectively help them to manage their food waste in a sense. So digester basically digest food waste. The words itself speaks. It's just our body, our human body, mm. right? We digest food waste. What comes up will be liquid and solid and air, right? So it functions the same, right? We have microbes in the digester to assist the digestion process. Now, compost in Singapore is not so common mm. because we don't need compost. As well. We are not agriculture-based country. If you were to approach Empire and say, do you want a compost? Empire say, thank you very much. I have a lot of horticulture compost. <laughs> right? We are running millions and millions of trees and a lot, a lot of branches. So, so compost is not a common equipment in Singapore, but there are still institutions that want to do compost. Right? Institution has got large, vast landscape like country clubs, you know, resorts, hotels. They have large landscapes. They will look into compost right? mm. but in a, on a smaller scale. Schools, in, international schools in Singapore favor compost because they use it as an educational tool. Tools, mm. right, to teach the children about food waste recycling. Mm. Right? Now, we do have other solutions that integrate together with our composter and digesters. Uh, basically, we have things like sludge management that manages the sludge that comes out from the equipment itself. POB is the first one to jump and say, that, hey, what are you throwing into my sewer? Right? So we have a sludge management station to manage it, to kind of clean up the sludge before it goes into the sewer itself. Mm. Right? 
All right. Now let's talk a little bit about the business model. With this array of solutions you just talked about, um, it's probably easier to ensure economic viability. But how do you marry that with sustainability, i.e. ensuring your sustainability solutions are not just environmentally friendly, but also economically sustainable in the long run? Good question. Now, food waste treatment is at the bottom of consideration for most entities. Why? Because it simply does not affect the bottom line directly. Mm. All right. So to be very honest, the last five years since our, our incorporation in September 2018, I spent a lot of time evangelizing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's the word I like to use. Right. Teaching people what are the tangible and intangible benefits of having a good food waste management. Uh, it's not just an equipment. No. Equipment is only function, that limited restricted function that it can do. But the holistic management of the whole food waste solution is very, very important. So over the years, what we have done is that we draw very meaningful CBA, cost-benefit analysis, right? Business always look at what, how does it affect me financially? So we, we go in to tell them, okay, by using our solutions, you save on bin liners. Now, you'll be surprised. Hotels can use as much as $2,000 a month on bin liners itself. My goodness. Mm. Right. Because mm. the cleaners worry that the bag will burst. What they do is they double they bag, double they triple bag. bag. Yes. Right. Shocking. And, and those bags are very, very thick and strong. All right. And it's not going to be environmental friendly. So we, with our solution, you do away with all this bin liner, which is a lot of cost saving. All right. Mm. Our solution also help them to improve productivity in a sense. All right. It manages the food waste. It also lower their labor costs in that sense if you improve productivity this also provide a cleaner work environment now mind you you may think that cleaner work environment is not important to business it does because it helps staff retention mm. the staff are happy they're happy working and now if you have a clean and beautiful studios you love working here of mm. course it's exactly the same so we assist in those some collateral benefits some direct benefits so basically uh, what we have done is uh, that now for Singapore itself we actually listen very carefully to the national agendas, what the national agendas were. Now, Singapore are looking towards, uh, we have already developed some solution to tailor towards how can we support clean energy effort. Now, Singapore is going big scales on clean energy. Mm. You probably have heard of Tuas Nexus. Tuas Nexus is a food waste guzzler. It takes 400 tons a day. <laughs> and uh, ministers have mentioned that uh, if this works well, they are looking at building another one in the eastern Singapore which also another 400 tons a day. So they're food waste guzzler. Now, we don't want to design our machines to go against the national agenda. I'm not seeing a national anthem here, <laughs> but uh, we are trying to see how we can support the national effort, the clean energy. So our solutions now is geared toward how to manage food waste efficiently at source, how to move food waste from source to off-site, which mm. is the Tuas Nexus, how to efficiently move it Right. Mm. This is a new product that we're developing. Mm. Uh, we are working with some partners. I can't share too much on the detail of this product, but we envisage that it will help the efficiency between 50 to 80%, depending on whether you're looking at carrying capacities in volumetric or laden weight of the vehicle. So between 50 to 80% efficiency. So that's a lot if you look at the saving you have from uh, carbon emission, greenhouse gases reductions, right? If yeah. I can carry more with the same equipment, that means a lot to 
the environment. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you're just tuning in to The Breakfast Show, we are chatting with Ricky Fang. He's the founder and CEO of Zero Waste Solution, which uses cutting-edge tech to divert our food waste from incineration and landfills. So, Ricky, you just spoke about clean energy gaining prominence. It's not just Singapore, right? There's been a global shift towards net-zero policies. How do you and Zero Waste Solution position itself to meet the growing demand for effective food waste solutions, especially in the countries where net zero policies are gaining a lot of prominence? Yeah, I think a lot of countries are very nervous right now. We have we have inquiries from the European countries. They are very nervous because they have very short runway to meet the United Nations 2030 agenda. Mm. Very, very short runway. Some of them, the EU members actually have even a shorter runway by 2030, if I'm not wrong. They have to reduce their greenhouse gases to below 55% of 2019. So they are getting nervous. Now, when we speak to different stakeholders, we actually... Primarily two questions we ask them. What is the size of your problem and what are your priorities? Now, if you look at Singapore, our early years priority is to get rid of food waste because we want to divert food waste away from landfill. Of course, now Singapore moving forward is just looking into valorization of food waste, how to convert it to clean energy, into black soldier fly, whereby you can valorize it into returning it to food chain productions. So these are questions that we ask stakeholders from different countries. So we go along with the priorities. Now, we have stakeholders that tell us we want to get rid of food waste because our landfill are filling up. Mm-hmm. The business owners are saying that, okay, because the landfill is filling up, I'm paying more for disposal of food waste. Mm-hmm. All right? In Singapore, we are looking at labor in uh, productivities, how to have productivity so that we can get more from our the limit the labour that we have. And some countries, they are looking at valorizations because maybe they are agriculture-based and uh, food farming countries. So the dynamics are very different. But when we go in, we always ask two questions. What's the size of the problem and what are our priorities? And we work along their priorities. All right, Ricky, very quickly, we're almost out of time, but I've got to squeeze this one in. It is essential that uh, the government supports um, efforts for effective waste segregation and downstream recycling. How do you navigate with local governments in urban cities and suburban areas to ensure the success of your initiatives? Uh, And secondly, the Ministry of Environment, Water Resources and NEA have this year, from this year, made it mandatory for commercial and industrial buildings that produce food waste uh, to separate their food waste from general waste for treatment. So that's surely going to help your cause as well. Yeah, I always advocate that uh, equipment and solutions are only as good as they are being built. All right, and all this will come to naught if you don't have good, effective upstream segregations. There's no two ways, but there's no magic pills for it, mm. right? Yeah, you build a good equipment, but someone has to play a part. I build a good car, you have to be a good driver. You have to take care of the car, right? You have to maintain the car. So it takes many stakeholders, many actors to be in the picture to play. So we always advocate good upstream food waste segregation is a must. So government of the day, seriously, in any countries, even Singapore itself, right? You might have the gumption and political will to implement such policy. Mm. Now, if you don't have, whatever machine I give you is useless. It's going to be a white elephant at the end of the day. So upstream segregation is a must. Mandate, grant, loan, financing, whatever you want to throw in, it should gear towards upstream segregations. Alright, some great insights. Thanks for sharing how customized and sustainable food waste treatment could be the game changer we need, possibly even to save the planet. Thanks Ricky for joining us in the studio this morning. Thank you for having me. Thank you. We were speaking with Ricky Fang, founder and CEO of Zero Waste Solution. That was Mind Your Business for today. Stay with us on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.